in the twinkling of an eye. May God bless you. I uh, want to greet you all this morning in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Appreciate Brother Ed for giving the right hand of fellowship. I did not know I'll be back so quick in Edmonton, but here, I'm, here I am. I thank God. Uh, I told Brother Ed, I just want to fellowship. Somebody who preached said no, <laughs> but I thank God for being, him being so gracious to us. We've enjoyed our fellowship. We had good times with Brother Bob. And Brother Alan and the wife, they invited us uh, yesterday, Friday, uh, to their home uh, for a meal. We enjoyed the fellowship with all the believers that were there. God richly bless you. Amen. I want you to pray for me this morning. It's not an easy place to be. Uh, I need your help and your prayer. So let's turn to the word. I don't want to keep you standing for a long time. We turn to Revelation chapter 10, verse 1 to 7. It's a familiar scripture that we all know. Many of us, thank you, musicians. God sent great men on earth to serve a purpose, and uh, uh, such was Brother Don and his wife, Sister Helen. They did a lot to the mission field, and we trust and know that there is a reconnection, a celebration on the other side. And also, may our Brother Gideon's relative's soul rest in peace. We had some time to fellowship with him. The last time I was in South Africa, not knowing that that was the last time I would ever see him. You never know. We are always ought to be ready because we don't know when he will make the call. Revelation chapter 10 verse 1. Before we read the word, let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity we have to come into your house, into your presence. We ask, Lord God, for help. We need you, oh God. Help us to say just what is needful for today. We cannot Lord, help ourselves. We don't know how to speak, but you are the one who is a true speaker. We ask that you anoint us and anoint the congregation. Thank you for the air, what you're doing here through him, through his ministry to continue on, Lord, the work. May you bless him, give him wisdom, guidance, leadership. Thank you for touching our sister Sunday, Lord God. We, we are so grateful unto you. We worship and honor you. Bless your word in our hearts as we read. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Revelations chapter 10, verse 1 to 7. Uh, and I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven clothed with a cloud. And a rainbow was upon his head. And his face was as it were the sun. And his feet as pillars of fire. 
And he had in his hand a little book open, and he set his right foot upon the sea and his left foot on the earth, and cried with a loud voice as when a lion roareth. And when he had cried, seven thunders uttered their voices. And when the seven thunders uttered their voices, I was about to write, and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered, and write them not. And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth, and lifted up his hand to heaven, and swore by him that liveth forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that therein are in the earth, and the things that are therein, the things that therein are in the sea, and the things which are therein, that there should be time no longer. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God shall be finished as he had declared to his servants the prophet. May God bless the reading of his word. You may please be seated. Amen. This uh, morning, if God will give us grace, permit us, we would like to speak on the return of our title deed of redemption. Amen. The return of this book has brought back legal rights. Amen. To us, uh, we are grateful to the Lord for that. Also want to acknowledge the presence of the ministers here, my friends. Uh, great to chat, talk with them sometimes. God bless you. But they, uh, may God richly bless you. Um, the book of redemption, as we know, was in the hand of God. And we know that by the opening of the word, he was the original owner. It went back to the original owner after Adam fell. Now, if I lost something and someone from a different family redeems it, it then ceases to be a family property. That is why in scriptural times, it requires a king's man to keep it as a family property. Amen. We are human beings. God created different beings. There are angels, demons, and all kinds of beings that God made, or different kinds, as you say. But this redemption needed a king's man. Because if an angel takes it, then it's no longer for human beings. So somebody has to come down to redeem Adam's race. That is why God, amen, came. The Bible says that Jesus, when he came, he made himself of no reputation. But he took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of man or man. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. God took the form of a man and became a king's man redeemer in order to take the book and give it back to the human race. This book was closed in Revelation chapter 5. John saw it closed. And in chapter 6, it opened the back part of it. But Revelation 10, he roared. Amen. The mystery of the book was made known. God said to the, the angel, seal the book, seal these things until the time of the end. 
But in the days of the seventh, in the voice of the seventh, the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when it begins to sound, the entire mystery of God should be finished. Things that were lost, things that were misunderstood through the ages will be made known and handed back to the church. And that revelation will create faith in our heart for the body change. Brother Benham in souls in prison, he said, Now John looked around and here sat God on the throne with a book in his hand that had been sealed with seven seals. And the whole plan of redemption was in it. It had been lost by the human race, Adam, and it went back to where Satan couldn't take it. He had just caused him to lose it. But where did the book go then? It didn't, be, it did, it didn't belong to the human race. The blessings didn't belong here. The, here the human race had lost it. So it went right back to its original owner, and that was God. In the bridge between the seven church ages and the seals, Brother Benham said, Adam lost his inheritance to the earth. Amen. It's right to the tree of life. It's right to the earth. He forfeited every bit of it to Satan. It passed from his hand to the hand of Satan, the prophet said. And the devil polluted the earth. Now when someone comes and takes something from you illegally, you have a right to enforce a claim. But in order for you to enforce a claim, you must have a legal document to prove that the thing belongs to you. And when you show the deed, it doesn't matter who the person is. It doesn't matter how strong and powerful they are or they may be. You can enforce your claim by legal document, which which gives you a legal right back to what belongs to you. After it's been proven, it's yours. No matter who it is, that person cannot hold it anymore or any longer. The person holding your property may be smarter than you or stronger than you or may even hold a position in government. But it is not political power or economic power the prophet said that we are no match to the devil. But we can enforce a claim by the power of legal rights. The Bible says the law of life set us free from the law of sin and death. And God has restored us in the end time. Sin shall not have dominion over us. And I'm here just to remind you of what you already know. We sing the song many times. We've been made more than conquerors, overcomers in this life. We've been made victorious through the blood of Jesus Christ. Friend, this is not just a song, but it is a reality to the bride. The book of redemption 
that we have received reveals who the legal owners are of the earth. And that has brought back power to the church by knowing who you are and what you own. In the message, the deity of Jesus Christ, Brother Abraham said, men and women, it is time that we found out who you are. The devil is trying to hide you back, tell you that you are some little cow down something you are not. You are sons and daughters of God. The deity is not in heaven, it is in you. Hallelujah, he said. I know you think I'm crazy, but let me tell you something, brother. When you realize that Almighty God lives in you, immortal life, my life I give, Zoe, it is the life of God in a human being. Praise the name of the Lord. The time has come that we should take the fight to the devil. Can we say amen? Amen. We are in a season, amen. We should rise in the name of the Lord, amen, and possess our inheritance. It's a fight, but we are more than conquerors. The prophet of God preached the message restoration of the bride, reset to restore means to return to the former owner or to bring back to the former estate of condition. And we can enforce a claim to be restored. See, now Webster says the word restore means to bring back to the former owner or to bring back to a former state of condition. And if a claim is made on something to make that restoration, you can enforce it to make it come back to its right place. He said, enforce then, we have the privilege to enforce upon Satan the claim that God gives us. Amen. God has a law and his word is law. And God in this word made certain claims to the church. Therefore, we have a right to force these claims upon Satan and say, give it back. And he has to do it. Can we say Amen. Amen. You speak the word and he will perform it. We have a right to force claims upon Satan. To tell him to give whatever he has taken from you. Because we can take God's agent, the Holy Spirit, to go right down on our knees and say, It's thus saith the Lord. He's got to give it up. That's all, because the Holy Spirit is there to make him do it. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. It's not, your, it's not your job. You speak the word. The prophet of God said, but the law of the Spirit is, of God is to force Satan to give up that which he has unrightfully, deceitfully taken from God. Souls of men. He took from God souls of women, children, sicknesses of the body. He placed upon people where God made them in his image to be like him. And the church is given the rightful legal rights by the Bible to take the Holy Spirit and enforce this upon him. Can we say amen? You don't have no right to go out sick this morning. You can take the word of God and make a claim. Hallelujah. 
If the devil have taken your joy, you can enforce the word of God. It is written, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Disease is an affliction, but Abraham said, then when you come here and delivered, stand right on that word. Whenever you come to church, the word is preached. A promise is spoken that concerns your situation. Brother Bernam is saying, he says, stand on the word. He is a high priest of your confession. God can do nothing until you first confess that he is. Can we say amen? He's waiting on your confession. He's waiting on you. Heaven will not move. Can we say amen? Amen. amen? amen. Heaven will not move. God will do nothing until you speak the word. Amen. That is why God told Moses when Moses was crying, he said, speak and go forward. Amen. He asked the question in the seals, he said, what is this book of redemption? This title did, abstract title did. You say, abstract. What does an abstract mean? Means it's such all the way back to its beginning. It's given a divine interpretation of the word abstract. It is a title deal to the earth, to redemption, to salvation, to your healing, to everything that Adam had lost. He said, Abstract means search all the way back to the beginning. Now, in the beginning, who was the owner of this earth? Who owned power? Who owned authority? Who owned health? Who owned life? The book of redemption is not looking for a legal owner of today, but it goes right back to the beginning and find out who the owner was. And when the owner is found, the devil has no more claims on anything. And this morning I'm here to announce to you that the owner is found. Hallelujah. And Satan has no claims. This money doesn't have claim over your home. It doesn't have claim over your children. He has no claims over your health. He has no claims over this assembly. Can we say amen? He has no claim over your business. You have legal right, amen? And heaven is waiting for you. As long as there is no owner, he has to keep what he has illegally stolen. But when the owner is found, he has to give it up. You know, in St. John 10, 10, the Bible says, The thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and to destroy. The Pharisees came to Jesus one day asking him a question on marriage and divorce. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 19, verse 3, the Pharisees also came unto him, tempting him and saying unto him, Is it lawful for men to put away his wife for every cause? He answered and said unto them, Now follow me closely. He said, Have ye not read that he which made them at the beginning, made them male and 
female. Where did Jesus got his answer? He went back to the beginning. He went back to the abstract. How it was and where it started at the beginning. Brother Abraham said, what does abstract mean? It's such all the way back to its beginning. So here he's showing off you want the true solution. You have to go back to the book of redemption and look at the beginning and see how the claims were. Praise the name of the Lord. And as he was speaking, he said, Moses, because of the hardness of your heart, suffered you to put your, your wives from, but from the beginning, it wasn't so. Why do we suffer sicknesses? Why do we go the thing, through the things that we're going through today? It wasn't so from the beginning. How do we go back to the beginning? You have to have legal rights to go back. The book of redemption is bringing legal rights back. Let's see the beginning. In Genesis 1, the Bible says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. This verse is showing us that God created everything. So the devil owns nothing. God is the owner. Can we say amen? amen. God is the legal owner. God is the creator. What was God using to create? His word. In Hebrews 11:3, Paul said, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. When God was bringing the children of Israel to go and possess their inheritance, he gave them a law. He gave them his word. Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 4, it said, Moses commanded us a law. Even the inheritance of the congregation of Jacob. The word gave them inheritance. The law was given us an inheritance. Amen. That is why when they lose the word, they lose the land temporarily. In Psalm 106, verse 24, the Bible says, Yea, ye despise the pleasant land. Yea, they despise the pleasant land. They believe not his word. How did they despise the land? By disbelieving the word of God. God created by his word. And when he gives you the word, then you have legal right to everything that the word has created. When God gives us the word, we have legal right to, as preachers, amen, committing the word to us, 
And you as a product of God, a creature of God, you have a pastor here with the word. And when you come here with sickness, with your problems, he takes the word, hallelujah, to give you instructions. And when you take that instruction, you will be delivered. But when you despise that word, you remain bound. If you are a product of God and the devil holds you, he has a legal right to say, Satan, lose him. Lose her. Let her go free. The Bible says, in my name they shall cast out devils or demons. Listen to the prophet. Whenever people would come in the prayer line, and almost all of the time, this is the way he prays. Almighty God, creator of heaven and earth, author of everlasting life, give off every good gift. I bring this audience of people to you tonight, sitting here shivering in the weather. You see their hands laying on each other. Come out of them, Satan. When he stands there, he declares to the devil, that God is the creator. Because in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. In other words, he's telling them, you have no legal right to these ones. If you notice in Revelation 10, when the mighty angel was coming down with the book, verse 6, he says, and he swore, by, he swore by him that liveth forever and ever who created heaven and the earth and the things that are therein. The earth and the things that are therein and the things that are on the, everything God created. Therefore, when you have him in you. The prophet preached a message, he that is in you. You have everything. We have received the legal document. That is why in prayer, remind the devil that he has no legal rights. He preached a message possessing all things. Here again is praying, Almighty God, creator of heavens and earth, author of everlasting life, giver of every good gift. I, I now thank thee for opening my understanding. Almost every time. Why? Because the title deed is back. In time of decisions in our Satan, we come to you. To say that you are only a bluff. You have no legal right to all these people any longer. They are God's heritage. The enemy is raging. But we have what it takes to meet the challenge.
If you are given, if you have, if you are given the word and the word that created everything, that means everything is under you. Because everything was under Adam. Is that right? Paul, when he was looking at Adam in Hebrews 2.8, he said, Thou hast put all things in subjection under feet, under his feet. For in that he put all things under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels. He has to suffer and die to bring back the claims to the human race. And he said, for it became him for whom are all things. By whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory. Amen. The return of this book. God gave the land to Abraham, his friend. The promise was given also to his seed. He said, when the time came, that there were people dwelling in the land. Amalekites, Hivites, Jebusites. Now, God would not let Israel go to possess that land without a document. Are you with me? That is why when he called them, although they had the promise, they had a promise, they had a history. But when the time came for them to possess the land, he called Moses on the mountain and opened the seals of that age and gave him the Ten Commandments. Do you realize that whenever they're about to go to war, the word was going before them? It was the word that possessed the land. It was the word that defeated the enemy. When they lost the word, they lost power. When they lost the word, they lost the blessings. Praise the name of the Lord. When you lose the word, you lose the blessings. You lose your joy. You lose your peace. You cannot find peace in the things of this world. You can't find peace in your job. You can't find peace in a home. Those things are temporal. But the word is eternal. The peace I give you, no man taketh it away from you. You see, Jesus said one day, said, when an unclean spirit is casted out, he goes out and tra he travels around and he comes back to check. If the house is empty, if he finds out that the house is empty, he goes back and brings seven other demons stronger than him. In order to maintain your healing, you need the word. In order to maintain everything that God has given to you, you need the title deed. When he comes 
and he doesn't see that legal document, he enters. That was what was happening in the church ages. God was sent a messenger with the word and the people are free for a while. After a while, the enemy comes back into the church. The messenger goes away. When he comes, he sees that the title deed is not with them. Can we say amen? And he deceives the church. And the church goes back into bondage. On and on and on like that. But in the end time, by the coming of this book, by the opening of the word, a prophet stood and declared that this bride will not be deceived. Why? Because we have the legal document. See, the devil knows the power of this message. That is why he's attacking it. That is why he's against the word. If he can get you to question the word, if he can get you to doubt the word, if he can get you to discredit the prophet, then he's got you. He's not worried about Billy Graham or Oral Roberts. No. His worry is this message of the hour. We have a right in this season to every redemptive blessing. Amen. Amen. Whenever Israel leaves the word, they go back into bondage. We see many people today are going back to bondage, into bondage, because they are rejecting the word. Many are denying the message because they never had a revelation. They never received that legal document. Can we say amen? It was an intellectual conception. When Israel turned against the word or rejected the word, God shut the heavens that there will be no rain. We need to hold the title the message, where there is no title, there is no claims. Are we together? I pray God will help my voice. One day, the seven sons of Siva, remember the story? They saw Paul casting demons. And they saw a demon-possessed man. And they went to try to cast that demon 
What did the demon say? Paul will know. Jesus will know. But who are you? Because when they look in there, they never saw the title deed. Therefore, their claims were false, useless. The enemy can come at any time and talk you out of the land. If you don't have the deed. Amen. Brother Benham was praying the message, hear ye him? He said, now I'm sure we, are, we all love the Lord Jesus and just love to feast on his word. I'm so thankful that he gave us his word. And yet I've always tried to be very strict about the word. Because Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Now I want you to remember this. If this is the weakest Christian there is in the building or in the world, you don't have to have gifts. You don't have to wait till some person comes by and prays for the sick. I'll go on record because there's a tape recorder taking it here. And I said this, that the right mental attitude towards any divine promise of God will bring it to pass. If you can get the right mental attitude towards the divine promise. And the word of God will defeat the enemy any place, anywhere, at any time. All the great power of God was in Christ. He was God bodily. God in Christ reconciling the world to himself. But when he met Satan, he never used any of his powers. When Satan met him, he said, now, in other words, like if you are a miracle performer, you are the son of God. Do a miracle here before we turn these stones into bread. Jesus never used his power. He used the father's word. He said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. Then Satan come around and wanted to debate with him. So he used the father's word too, but he misused it. He put it in the wrong place. Those who will come to deceive you will use the quotes of the prophet. You must know the message by revelation. So Abraham said, pray for revelation. But Abraham said, and every time Satan will come at him, he speak with the Father's word and defeat Satan on the Father's word. Amen. It's easy, friends. It's easy. Right. Amen. As you are seated here this morning, I don't care what your problem is. If you can take God at his word, you don't need anyone, no one to lay your hands. Whenever the pastor is here and he's speaking the word, there is power in that word to deliver you. All, not some, all things are possible. But Abraham said, and you can do the same thing. If you believe God's word and stand on God's word, it will defeat Satan every time. I know that to be the truth.
Amen. How can I overcome? He said, look, he showed us how it is done. How did he do it? By the word. That's how he done it. For he was the word. And Jesus said, if ye abide in me and my words in you, you are back to word again. Word of promise. What is the word of promise to every Christian? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Then how do I overcome? Not me, but the word that is in me. If you abide in me, my words, then just ask what you will. Just keep pressing. You are coming to the top. As sure as anything, you got to come to the top. Praise the Lord. It's simple, friends. It's simple. It's easy. Just take God at his word. That was why Brother Burnham gave John Ryan the word. By his stripes, I am here. And he kept repeating it. Keep quoting the word. Keep reading the scripture. It's important for you to come to church. Because faith cometh by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. God came to Joshua after the death of Moses. He said, my servant Moses is dead. I want you to take the people into the land. He said, but Joshua, as you go, the book of the law shall not depart from you. Meditate upon it day and night. He pointed him back to the revealed word of that day. That is the secret of success. Do you know there are keys in this message that if God gives you a revelation, even as a businessman, you apply those principles, God will bless you. Everything we have need of for our journey, God has given to us. As a wife, as a husband, as a preacher, as a family, you know, everything is in the Word. But our problem today, the enemy has kept us so busy with other things until we don't have time to read the Word. We don't even know what belongs to us. Sometimes we only hear the Word when we come to church. But may God give us grace. There is a blessing upon the man or the woman that delight in the law of the Lord. That meditate upon it day and night. He said by doing that you will prosper. Is that right? God told Joshua meditate and you will prosper. Look. If you are faithful in paying your tithing, God will do nothing but bless you. Brother Brenham said, God have lost. Salvation is free. But the blessings of God, 
there are conditions attached to it. Amen. <laughs> you have to meet those conditions. I'm losing my voice, but I pray God will help me. Pray for me. In the, in the exposition of a church age, Pagamian church age, Berberm said, Jesus never did stress. The, he said, Jesus never did stress the importance of works as he did the word. He knew that if the people got the word, the works will follow. He said, Jesus was speaking that day, saying, I am the word. If you want deity in your midst, then welcome and receive the word. Don't let anyone hear the prophet. Don't let anyone or anything get between you and that word. Don't let any man convince you that this message is wrong. He said, don't let anyone, don't let anything get between you and the word. Keep the word between you and the devil. Paul was saying, don't let the word slip away from you. Because that is the only thing that the devil is afraid of. He's not afraid of demonstrations. He's not afraid of miracles, signs, and wonders because he can impersonate them. But what he's afraid of is the word of God. Then the prophet of God asks a question. I wonder if we are sufficiently impressed with the word in our midst. Are you impressed with this message? It must excite us. Coming to church should be you know, a joy to come to the house of God. When we are doing anything for God, we are not doing it to buy our way to heaven. But whatever we do in appreciation of what he has done for us. He said, now we ask, what is the will of God? There is only one way to know his will, and that is by the word of God. He said, when a believer takes the word of God into their heart and places it upon their lips, that is the same as deity speaking. Every mountain has to go. Satan cannot stand before that man. Can we say amen? amen? You know, sometimes when we pray and we speak and we don't see things happen right away, then we lose our faith. Just keep believing. When God said, let there be, Abraham said, it may have taken millions of years. But what God spoke came to pass. Let me assure you or remind you this morning of things that you already know. Every promise of William Branham, every 
prophecy will come to pass. Can we say amen? amen? There is going to be a resurrection. There is going to be a body change. And no matter what is happening around the bride, this bride will not be defeated. Can we say amen? We need to be courageous in this hour. Why? Something has struck the earth that has never struck the earth since the fall. If you abide in me and my word abide in you, then you can speak. And Jesus said, if you keep my commandment, you shall abide in my love, even as I kept my father's commandment. He was always seeking the will of the father. Then here, Brother Ramon said, the secret in Mary was the word. He said, and the secret is this. The word is in the bride. As it was in Mary. I'm just going over some things in a kind of time. It was the word that was in the beginning that came back. That word that was healing. It was the word that was doing miracles. Can we say amen? Amen. It was the word that was saving. What are the benefits of receiving this title deed? The benefits is that you can now control nature. Can we say amen? Amen. You can control demons. Yeah. Brother Benham will say, I'm waiting on him. And when the creator of the heavens and the earth, the creator of demons, the creator of Satan himself, when he comes down, he says, I take every spirit under my control. And every devil comes subject to the word. Why? Because the title deed is back. The honor is back. The creator is back. Can we say amen? Amen. Because there are demons that are possessing people. God has come to break that power. Hallelujah. By the word. He that is in you. You have to recognize that he is in you. That was what Jesus was trying to get the disciples to believe. He said, don't you believe that the Father is in me? It's not me that is doing the works, but the Father, the Word that is dwelling in me, that doeth these works. When the book opened, it was given to John, a type of the bride. What was the instruction of the angel? Eat the book. Take it in. When Satan comes and sees you and sees the word, he cannot stand you. Can we say amen? 
It's important to feed on the word. The devil knowing that the word has come. He has released a lot of things. Right? Keeps us busy on the internet. Movies and things to feed our spirit with the wrong thing if he can. To distract you. But I know by the grace of God you will make it. In Christ, the mystery of God revealed, the prophet was saying, there he said, look, wow, he has the preeminences. God fully manifested in Jesus Christ. God's great secret of his revelation. This great light of revelation has always blinded the wisdom of this world. God in a man always stumbles the world. Ah, you are a man. You are trying to make yourself equal with God. Prophet said God's great secret has always blinded the wisdom of the world. They can't get it. They just don't understand it. Satan don't understand it. None of the rest of them understand it. But just those who are predestinated to understand it. How God and Christ are one. Don't fight with people that don't see this message. Maybe it was not given to them. But thank God if you can see Malachi 4. Because Malachi 4 was sent to a particular people. Behold, I will send unto you Elijah the prophet. If he wasn't sent to you, you will not receive him. He said, not the second letter manifested Christ in you. The hope of glory. The great manifested God in Christ. Now Christ manifested in you. Amen. He said, what was this great mysterious secret that was in the mind of God is now put in the hearts of the believer. That is the body of Christ. He unfolded this mystery into Jesus Christ. Then he gave it right down to his church. What was once in the mind, in God's mind, is now in the body of Christ. And when the word moves on down into the body from the head, what is it? This same word, nothing can be added or taken from it. So that same word moved from the head as the day comes close, down into the body, down into the body, vindicating they are one. They are husband and wife. They are flesh of his flesh, word of his word, life of his life, spirit of his spirit. Paul was saying, but now we have the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. So when God sends the abstract title deed, no matter what your father and mother did. Let me read a quote to you. But Abraham said, when you become a Christian and accept Christ as your savior, then when God sends down the abstract, it shows that no matter what your father did, 
your mother did, what anybody else did, your mother, your daddy might have been drunkards, prostitutes, whatever it was, every sin is streaking off. You've got an abstract title. There is nothing can put you off of it. Nothing can take you out of it. Can we say amen? Our names were written down before the foundation of the world. There is nothing the devil can do about it. I wish I had a voice to preach to you. I'm just trying to manage my voice here. But I trust that the Holy Ghost will uh, uh, give grace. He said, let us look at... Okay. He said, and look, everything that is on that ground belongs to you. Every promise in the book is yours. Healing belongs to you. Can we say amen? The Holy Ghost belongs to you. Deliverance belongs to you. The joy of the Lord belongs to you. Can we say amen? It's a time to take the scripture and speak to the devil. He has no legal rights. You should believe that. Believe the word of God. It is not you. It is him. It is God in you. Amen. Speak the word. Claim the promises of God. The devil is powerless. He must fight. He will bring sicknesses. But he will be defeated. When he attacks, sometimes I wake up and I begin to speak to my body. I speak to the organs of my body. Can we say amen? I speak to my feelings. You must come subject to the word of God. I don't know what your situation is, but I'm here to tell you that you have right, hallelujah, to say no to the devil. You have a right to serve the devil notice. Can we say amen? Amen. He has no right over your children. Speak the word over your children. Speak the word over your business. Speak the word of God. Hallelujah. Over the assembly. Why? The book of redemption has come back with legal rights. If the devil wants to bring condemnation in your mind because of something that you did yesterday, last year, last word, please quote the scripture. It is written that if I confess my sins, he is faithful and just. And tell the devil you are a liar. Get it as behind me, Satan. He wants you to be on a guilt trip. Guilt, guilt, guilt. To make you weak and powerless. But God has already made a way. Brother Benham said, don't look at your mistakes. You will always have them. Can we say amen? Brother Benham said, there is another William Burnham. Sometimes in the body you may struggle with things, but in you is Christ, the hope of glory. Your deliverance is here. Don't look at your problems. Look at the promise of God. Even now. 
Mary carrying the word was carrying a secret. <laughs> and today we are carrying a secret that the world knows nothing about. <laughs> Blessed be the name of the Lord. God is dwelling in you. You say me? Yes, you. If you have the Holy Ghost. Don't look at yourself. Look at what God says about you. Didn't he say you are justified? He said you are justified. When the book of redemption came, he said you are justified. In fact, you never did it in the first place. In the mighty Gordonville, Brother Benham said, the glory of God is behind the skin. In the Old Testament, behind the badger skin. It said today, now, the glory of God is behind your skin. Can you believe that? Can you receive that? What is motivating you to come to church? It cannot be the devil. The devil will not want you to come. In as much as he himself is a faithful member. He comes to every service. But on a different mission. But he will want to keep you where the word is. If he can't keep you from coming, he will distract your mind. God is behind your skin. Brother Burnham said, he said, it is always the skin that blinds the people. I have quotes here that he said, God can come to you in the form of your pastor. God may come to you in the form of your wife. Your brother that is sitting next to you. Maybe your son, maybe your daughter. He said, discern the body of the Lord. That is why we should treat one another with respect. Discern the body of the Lord. Can we say amen? Amen. Respect your pastor. Respect the ministry. Respect the deacons. Because it's God in a deacon. It is God in a pastor. It is God in a trustee board. Can we say amen? When we can see God in one another, then the devil will be defeated. Oh yes, you may see mistakes in a man. But you see, if they put you also on the, you know, at the platform, we may even see much more. But you see, it's not our mistake. It's the desire in you. It's the word of God in you. Can we say amen? Amen. God has given us a book of redemption. We are the redeemed of the Lord. There's nothing certain can do about it. I'll soon be closing. The rest your pastor will preach. Listen what he says. 
He said when he resurrected, he walked out under disguisement. He appeared to them in the form of a man. Jesus appeared to the disciple disguised. He may come to you disguised. Are you with me? Respect one another. Love one another. Respect your pastor. Can we say amen? amen. Respect the ministry. God may walk out under this guy's man. He appeared to them in the form of a man. But Abraham said he might appear to you in the form of your neighbor. He might appear to you in the form of a minister. Or your mother, Christ. Appears to you in people. Christ, not Jesus. The Logos, the anointing, the Holy Spirit in a man, in a woman, in your pastor, in the deacon. Can we say amen? In your husband, in your wives. God might speak to you. We must have discernment. Especially in this hour that we are living in. God is doing great things in simplicity. I'm telling you. But when I'm said, he might come to you in the form of your mother. Christ appears in people. Then treat everybody right. Be kindly. Be neighborly. Be loving. Christ is in the person. Christ in you, the hope of glory. As you go along and people appear to you, a kind person begins to speak to you. Listen to them. That's Brother Benham is speaking here. I'm reading him. You don't know. He said it might be Jesus speaking to you. See, your peers, I will be with you even in you. As you do unto this, you do unto me. Isn't that what he said? The book has come back. That book is a person of Christ. The revelation of Jesus Christ. Can we say amen? amen. Let's stay together. Love one another. Stand behind the ministry. Can we say amen? amen. He's a man. But you see, come to church with the right mental attitude. Brother Branham said, if you come to look for faults, the devil will show you many. He was speaking to his tabernacle, to the people that were listening to me. He said, if you come to look for faults in me, you will see plenty. And that is why today people are looking for errors. The devil is pointing them to many things. But when we, look, when we read the message, we look for Christ. Can we say amen? We look for the blessings. Brother Benham said, and the first throne was in heaven, judgment seat. The second throne was in Christ. The third throne is in man. The throne of God today is in the heart of the bride. <laughs> I wish I have time to go into some things in the seals. <laughs> Now, now, let me read another quote here quickly. He said, And while the word said me no more, the physical being was raised up on the throne of God, where the spirit was on the throne. Now Christ is on the throne, Jesus. Christ is on the throne. 
Jesus is the throne. A little while the world said me no more, yet you shall see me. I'll be with you even in you unto the end of the world, even in you. The throne of God, of Christ, is erected into your heart. The throne of God is erected into your heart. <laughs> Listen. I don't have time to go more, but if you study when Brother Benham now was opening the seal, he was talking about the voice of the thunder. He said the throne, you know, he, said, he said he left the lamb, but just left as an intercessor. He's standing here to take his position and his claims. But the thunder came from the inside of the throne. Brother Branham became the throne of God. Hallelujah. Oh, that may be too hard for you to swallow. But it's the truth anyways. Listen. He said, where the Lamb had left the Father's throne to go and take his own throne. If you follow the continuation of that, it says, Christ is the mystery of God revealed. Christ is coming to have preeminence in you. <laughs> May God help us. At that day, you will know I am in the Father, the Father in me, and I in you. Then in Christ the mystery, the prophet paused and he said, that day is this day. The word have returned. The book of, <laughs> the Lamb's book of life is here. We have rights to everything that belongs to us as members of the bride. Can we say Amen. If the devil attacks your family, stand there and say, give it back. Yeah. But I'm saying it's a squatter. Yeah. I want me church. That is why when he attacks our sister, we go on our knees by prayer and say, Satan, you have no legal right. Until the devil is finished with you, he has no right. Can we say amen? We have the word. Don't be afraid of him. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Believe the promise of God. Confess the word of God over your situation. Lord, I'm not going by my feelings, but I'm taking you at your word. Can we say amen? And take the word and move forward. Yes, there's a lot of things that is happening in the world today. Amen. The economies of the world are crashing. But our hope is not in the economy of the world. Our hope is in Jesus. God has given us a message. Can we say amen? The powerful God in you. God providing for you. God making a way for you. He is your healer. He is Jehovah Jireh. I was going to preach on Jehovah Jireh, but I had a mind change. The Lord led me to this message. May God help us. He's your provider. I say he's your provider. In the time of crisis, he will make a way. Do you believe that? When there was no food, 
When the people were starving, he made a way for that woman, Shunammite woman. He's the same God. The world may be panicking, but we have a hope. We have a promise. We have the book of redemption. Can we say amen? The power of creation has returned. And we saw a wave shift that was way before us. Can we say amen? We saw them temporary in the ministry of Brother Burnham. But it will be manifested in a greater way. This was done to identify his presence among you. And I want you to know that the presence of God is here. The angel of the Lord is still leading the church. He will go before you. Don't be afraid. Hallelujah. This is a time of a body change. We are in the season of the rapture. Can we say amen? This is an exciting time. Do you believe that this morning? Make claims of everything that the devil has taken from you. Say, Satan, you have no right. May God bless you. May God give you grace. May God raise your faith. No matter what is happening, we will never be defeated. God will raise us up. We are going in the rapture. Hallelujah. Let the devil know we are going to heaven. We are in the season of the resurrection. May he anoint and give you grace. God bless you as I turn over to Brother Ed. Let's stand together. Hallelujah. Let's not leave this at the pulpit. Let's take it in our hearts. Let's take it with us. Amen. Greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Amen. Let's sing it. Satan's, Satan's like a
that is in me than he that is in me.